The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Go, Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Golden Boot. It's your boy Pooh Bell. I got my man Aunt Petty Murphy in the building. What's good with you, my boy? Man, I thought it was a Monday all day. Thought it was a Tuesday for half the day. Man, I don't know what day it is, bro. I'm just ready for it to be Friday. That's all I know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, with Monday being Memorial Day, I got threw off because uh, I was getting ready to l- listen to Fox show today. The uh, <laughs> hear you on there. Oh, then uh, I realized that was yesterday. Yep, me, me and Puffy held it down yesterday, man. That's what's up, man. So, y'all, every Tuesday, tune in. 97.7. That's right. I got that right that time. Yep, yep, yep. 97.7, man. In, in Rustin, Monroe, 318 area. I don't know how far y'all reach. It's online, though. If I can listen to Alabama, you can listen to Louisiana. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, online, they got an app. It's a whole bunch of ways to listen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, uh, we were talking before the show. What in the world is going on? Who decided this schedule? Well, ain't nothing to watch on TV tonight. Man. Ain't no WNBA. WNBA dropped the ball. Ain't no NBA. Ain't no NHL. I don't even know. I who. understand no NBA. You know what I mean? Yeah, got I, I get that. Yeah, yeah. WNBA, man. When they, when they told you the finals was going to start on June 1st, you should have had a game up until June. But that, And what's crazy, they got a game tomorrow. So you're going to go up against the NBA but not capitalize on a day they don't have a game. That's you got to right. do better at that. Right, right. Man, listen. Um, I don't even have Little League baseball anymore. Uh, young Dilly Mays Hayes, man, they ended their season yesterday uh, in the championship game. They fell short, real short. But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, I, I'm proud of the season that they had as a team. Yeah. Proud of, of the, you know what I'm saying, the progress he made. Um just seeing him grow as a as a as a person and a player as a teammate was real real spect you know it's like touching to my heart. I was emotional after the game. I ain't want to I ain't want to talk to nobody. That but you know I had to be strong for my for my baby man. He came home. He was just like, I need some time to myself. He took it hard, huh? Yeah, yeah he took it kind of hard, man. So he he back up and coming though because I told him I said, hey, 
I want you to know I turned in your your paperwork for football. It's like, oh, let's go. So all right, oh, that all boy right. ready finna go run around. Oh, he ready. He ready. <laughs> he ready. He was already ready when I told him uh he playing tackle this year. And he was like, I get the stiff arm. I said, Yeah. He said, All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's up, man. But 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 man, we uh we here. We got you know, a few things to talk about. Talk about these sports that ain't being played today. But uh shout out to the chat. This old vet said, What's good? What's good, this old vet? Hope you're doing well. Uh, hey, yes. before we get to before we, I want to shout out. I know I don't think he's in here right now yet, but I got Nick. <clears throat> it's his birthday today, so shout out to our guy. I know we like to give him hell a lot, but he 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 always watching the show, tuning in, and you know interacting in the chat. So happy birthday, my boy! Happy birthday, Nick, man! Glad you you know what I'm saying came join along and. Tune in with your with your wrong takes, you know. Say Chris, when Chris not here, you here. I'll tell everybody. <laughs> I've never seen them in the same place at the same time. <laughs> no, they used to be in here. Remember, they used to be. You know, what I'm saying. Oh yeah, they, they're the only person who would agree with Chris. Yeah, they used to roast each other, or try to. But anyway, man. But hey, man. So before we get started, man, gotta give a shout out to our sponsors over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, we'll be back. One minute. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. We have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to betonline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Man, y'all know we couldn't talk baseball, talk these this NCAA tournament without bringing our guy back. Welcome back, Julian, the baseball guy. Welcome back, man. How you been? What's going on, Chris? What's going on? My guy, what's happening, bro? What's happening, man? All right, I see you got the jersey on. Represent. Yeah. Uh, we're we gonna talk about that too. We're gonna talk about that too. We're gonna talk about that later. Cause I I I I hope you're right. <laughs> it ain't look too good though. It's it's look, but we're gonna talk about it because we're gonna have faith. But uh man, let's get started, man. NCAA tournament uh begins on Friday. Um what baseball tournament. Let me, let me put that the road to Omaha. Uh ask you this, Julie, man, because we talked about it a little bit on uh Sunday. What was the biggest surprise um, to you for the field of 64? I think that Campbell was not hosting. That was probably one of them. Indiana State and who else was it? South Carolina. South Carolina was kind of interesting because they started off good and then they just went downhill. But I knew Auburn because they got hot at the right time. I think it all started when they played against you guys, against LSU, when they took the series from them. 
and then they just rode their momentum all the way to Hoover. But yeah, I think Indiana State hosting that was a surprise because even Campbell they weren't gonna host at their own uh, stadium. They're hosting where they played a midweek, which was like a I think like a double A ballpark or something like right. that. Mm-hmm. So that it was for bigger, it was intended for bigger audience. So yeah. they knew that, and they got the short <clears throat> end of that. I think for me the biggest surprise was. Well, other than, you know, probably the worst team ever to make the tournament, Tulane, winning that conference. Uh, I think, for me, one of the biggest surprises was Southern Miss not not hosting. I know you mm-hmm. talked about Campbell, but I think Southern Miss playing in that tough tough conference that they play in the Sun Belt, a very good baseball conference, and for them to, to put up the performance that they did in their tournament, I thought that they would, they would be hosting. But <laughs> I think, if I'm not mistaken, they're going to the Auburn Regional. So at least so. Yeah, so that's that's gonna be a, a very winnable region for them, in my opinion. Yeah. Um with Campbell, Campbell not hosting. Um, do you think that is in part due to the fact that they um that they didn't have a, a large enough facility? I know that they were gonna go to another facility, but is that could they have played part in that? I think it could have, but it just depends like the Tournament was kind of like weird because the last four teams in, they were saying like, oh, we look at, we know RPI is not a big deal, but we looked at RPI and that's how teams got in and not. So it depends, like, what were they looking for? Because I think, it, well, in a long time, Texas, like no Texas schools hosted at all this year. And we had three in South Carolina with Coastal Carolina, South Carolina, and Clemson. So you're seeing him move up. Like it's mostly Midwest, East, and then you have Stanford by themselves. Yeah. So that North one Carolina is, had eight schools hosting. So I don't know what they were looking at. I know it's also you got to go off what they did during the season. But, I mean, Campbell did everything they, they were supposed to. I think, like, what I'm surprised like, about Campbell and Southern Miss is Campbell, you're in the middle of, ACC and SEC schools, and you mm-hmm. still pulling in that talent to be a contender every year. In Southern Miss, you're in, you're in, you're deep in the heart of SEC country, and yeah. getting guys like that to come to your school. Yeah, you got throwing East Carolina or Cliff Godwin in that mix too. And I, I misspoke. No Carolina has eight teams in the tournament, not eight teams mm-hmm. hosting. But but like you, it just goes to show, like you say, the kind of bias that they have toward that southeastern area of the country, whether it's ACC or SEC. I mean, when you look at it, what eight SEC teams, eight or nine SEC teams hosting? I mean, that's the most that we've seen in a while from them. So I think that there is kind of some bias there, and especially when you look at who's on the committee in some of these instances, with mm-hmm. South Carolina having influence on the committee and some of these other teams in the conference. But what it, what to you do you think is the most competitive regional this weekend? Like the one that's kind of most of a toss up. I think it's Gainesville, Arkansas. And the one, uh, South Carolina, no, not South Carolina, the Clemson, that regional, because you have Tennessee going in there, and Tennessee's no joke. Then another one that was kind of like a toss-up was, I think the Indiana State one, because North Carolina's in that one, they could win in that one too, yeah, as a yeah. two seed. Yeah, I'm looking at the, uh, at the uh, bracket here. Um, actually, you know what? Let me. Oh, one throw... more Stan Stanford. That that's a tough regional out there too. Let me throw this. Up. Got San Jose, Stanford, Texas A and M, and Cal State Fullerton. Yeah. Uh, 
right, gentlemen, bear with us. Can y'all see that okay? Yes. Yeah. Do that because I know that makes it a little bit better. I'm looking this Winston Salem uh bracket, Wake Forest bracket with uh Maryland. I think Maryland can cause some trouble there. Um I don't know. I think my y'all bracket. Uh, I mean, y'all region, Miami, with Texas, with ULL in Texas, yeah. ULL in Texas. That that kind of seems a little, you know, saying that's not necessarily a gimme. I think Virginia's on upset alert because I, I, I do think, think so. ECU is probably uh, and Oklahoma. They like to put pressure Oklahoma, on yeah. Oklahoma State or DBU. Yes. No, that's yeah. DBU. Yeah, Oklahoma State with DBU in it. That's a tough regional, man. Yeah, yeah, and then I do think West Virginia is going to, you know, what I'm saying maybe take out Kentucky in that in that region. So well, depends how they sleep. And then uh, that ain't no lie. Southern Miss and uh, Auburn, I think, is a toss up as well. And TCU took care of Arkansas this year uh, mm-hmm. when they played. So I wouldn't. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to do it again, but that's true. <clears throat> uh, and let's not count out Arizona. Arizona has spoiled uh, several regions the last two or three years last year they barely got beat by if i'm not mistaken uh old miss um that was a rematch from the year prior too so yeah i would i wouldn't count them out either um but let me ask this julian uh did anyone get snubbed i think maybe arizona state kansas state the, I don't know if you read the comments from the coach. He said, if you're looking at schedule, we had the chance to be there, and they didn't make it. And I think someone I saw in, our, in my chat, they're like, when we do like in basketball, like the final four teams play against each other, and then whoever wins, they go into the last spot. Yeah, like the, fi- like the first four in or whatever. Yeah. 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 I like that. Because uh, they even do it in major leagues with the uh... – the one game, the uh, the, the wild card, the wild card, yeah. But they changed it this year. It's two out of three in the wild card now. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Do you ever? Do you think that some of these smaller conferences got kind of got some bids taken away from? They did. Know... Like, we're gonna say. Go I I think they did because you look at it. We all look at Tulane, but I think we also forget Charlotte took a bid too. Like DBU mm-hmm. was supposed to get that automatic one, so those other teams, and then Oklahoma took a bid too. So yeah. I mean, yeah, we know that Oklahoma's a, a power five, but they're taking bids from the other ones that deserved it too. Yes, yeah, I was when you when you mentioned those Kansas State and um the other the other school that you mentioned. Arizona, Arizona State, yeah. I think that um, when you look at Tulane and Charlotte and even like a George Mason winning their conference, you know, it kind of – you look at those automatic bids that they took and you can't keep a team like DBU out. You know what I mean? DBU is going to get in no matter what. But they're that good. So, I think you look at it, that kind of pushed the Kansas State or Arizona State out. And where if you had a tournament-style format like you're mentioning with the first four in – you could kind of see is some of these, you know, smaller conferences, are they are they as good as a Kansas State? Like, is a DBU as good as a Kansas State? And then you could kind of let them earn their way in. But I, I don't know how you would keep DBU out. But, you know, just for – I was just using them as mm-hmm. an example. I think the, problem, the only problem with the tournament is, is, like, 
you're going to throw your number one guy to get into the tournament. And then you're going to leap. If you don't have that much of an arm, like, it could be a quick exit into the tournament, too. <clears throat> well, yeah, that's true. But I, I think the the argument against that would be don't put yourself in a position to be in that game then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind, of, it's kind of like, you know, if you lose the, the first game in the, in the regional and you got to go to the double elimination the break. Double. Yeah, you know, it's kind of the same thing. Don't put yourself in a position to have to throw your best arm in that in that second game. So it'd be it'd be interesting if they did do that. But I, I think to your point, it would kind of benefit some of these bigger schools who have the deeper, deeper rotations and deeper bullpens who have more arms. Yeah, that one for sure. Uh, let me ask this: of the the teams that aren't regional hosts, um, I guess you could say which and and I'm trying to word this properly: which lower seed has the best chance to uh to make it to uh I guess super regional or even Omaha for that matter? I think if you look at like <clears throat> obviously Campbell, but East Carolina, those seeds. I think TCU is like kind of like a sleeper one. Just because I don't know what happens when they play in Arlington, like that's when they're like their best of themselves. When they play outside of Arlington, they they're like hit or miss. It's either they blow a run lead, or they're barely like coming back, like they're fighting to come back, and they just lose it at the end. So TCU, I think ULL, like they could be an upset alert just because like how hot they're playing right now. I think Southern Miss because the coach is on his last ride. Mm-hmm. Basically, they're gonna do everything for him to get him to get to that Omaha because they've been in the the super regionals these past two years, like they're almost there. So like they're just trying to get get into that one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I, hey, what's crazy about Southern? My bad, Pooh. But what's crazy about good. Southern Miss is I heard I learned this the other day. Fox was saying talking about it on the radio, they've only had like four coaches since nineteen fifty eight. Or some ridiculous like that, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you could you could go pull it up to make to kind of like double check me on that though, poop. But like, I think it's, it's something ridiculous like that. So like, if you get that job at Southern Miss, you're there for a while, and it's 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 one of those ones where, like you mentioned, their coach leaving. It's not just a guy who's been there, you know, five or six years. Now it's a guy who's been there probably since the '80s or early '90s. You know what I mean? So it's a guy who's put the who's kind of built that program and turned it into what it is. And so I, to your point, I think there's extra motivation to kind of, you know, send him out with at least a trip to Omaha, if not more. Wow. So I, I definitely think that there'll be one that's, and I, I mentioned earlier, they're going to a regional I think is winnable. I know Auburn's good, but Auburn's kind of just been riding a hot streak. They're, they're not as talented as some of these other regional hosts. So I think Southern Miss, I think they got the best pitcher in the regional, and so mm-hmm. I, I think that I think they could do damage in that regional. Yeah, I, I'm looking here, and uh, what you just said. So, if it was after 1958, so mm-hmm. they had uh, Coach uh, C.J. Pete Taylor, who was there for 24 years. He was there from 59 to 83. Did I do that math right? 24. Yeah, that's right. 24 years. Mm-hmm. Then after that was Hill Denson. He was there for 13 years from 84 to 97. Then it was Corky Palmer from 98 to 2009. And then now Scott Berry, who's been there since yeah. 2010. So yeah. and, as, and, as you and said. Scott Berry was on staff for Cork. The, the, he was like the assistant 
on the staff before that. So he's been on for like the last two staffs. So yeah, it's it's crazy, bro. Yeah, and I'm looking at these win percentages. Uh, they've steadily gone up with each coach. Uh, coach Taylor was at 478. Uh, coach Denson was at uh, 548. Coach Palmer was at 619, 619. And Barry's at 653. So each coach crazy. has improved upon, and it's only been, like you said, four. So it's crazy, bro. Wow. Crazy. Wow. But, yeah, that's, wow. that's a great program, and I think that they'll be – They'll be one that's on DBU also, man. Like, I don't DBU is. I know a lot of people don't really know about them, and they've kind of started making noise over the past couple of years. But with them being in the conference with Louisiana Tech, I've kind of seen them up close the last couple of years, and man, that that's a factory over there, bro. Like, I, they definitely is. They're they're an East Carolina type of program that's gonna be in. The, they're going to be kind of like those Kyle State, you know, Rice teams back in the day who were small school, who only really known for baseball. And you wonder how they always in the mix. But that's what Dallas Baptist is building <laughs> over there. That's true. What's up, Chance? Uh, what's up, Josh, too? I'm sorry I didn't see you missing. But Chance says USM keeps coaches like the Steelers. That's, that's, that's true. And, and when and if you're a coach that has that confidence that, you know, um, I can be here for, for at least a decade. Aren't you more willing to take a little bit more chances and, and, and fight a little harder? Well, not just that, but how much more appealing does it make that job? That's you know true. what I mean? If you look at that job versus, let's say, I'm not going to use an SEC job, but like, let's say how like you look at Southern Miss versus a, 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 a Troy or a UAB I, or Memphis. You, you, or, you don't want to use it. I'll use one for you. Look at USM versus Ole Miss. Ole Miss coach mm. – Last year, or Mississippi State. I mean, yeah. two years ago they won a natty, and now look at him. Bianco won it. He won it last year, and people were yeah. calling for his head. Yeah, that's true. He won. I mean, they were calling before the year he won the national championship. I think. I mean, Julian, you could tell. You could say better than that. I know that these last two national champions are in Mississippi, but I think Southern Miss is by far the best program right now. And looking over the next couple of years. Looks like they have the brighter future in Mississippi. Yeah. No, yeah, they do. And it's funny because I think when Ole Miss won their national championship, I don't think that was their best team. Their best team was in 2019, actually, when they lost the championship game against Vanderbilt, that big lead. Mm. But they kind of got screwed. They got matched up with Arkansas in the Super Regionals. Uh, I think their best team was 2020, but we didn't get to see it because, you know, they they – yeah, they went yeah. in undefeated going into uh, SEC play. So, um, yeah. But you, you, I completely agree. Now, let me ask this. Y'all want to go through and pick uh, who y'all think going to win each region? I'll we'll bring the graphic back up. Quick. Yeah, we can do that real quick. All right. So, let's look here. Uh, Winston-Salem. Uh, give me Wake. Yeah, Wake. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Wake. I think, I think Maryland get them a little trouble. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if this one went to a uh, winner take all game. That 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 fourth game or fifth game, however you look at it. But I think Wake takes it. Um, Gainesville, Florida. I think Texas Tech. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. I want. I hope <laughs> you're right, my boy. I. I all right. I listen. I just want to see Fam you win one or two games in that regional. Man, fam, you got to play Florida the first game, bro. They play Florida, then they're probably going to have to play UConn. So, 
I think it's funny. Another stat was with Florida Coach Sullivan. He's been there 15 years, and he's hosted a regional for 13 years that that he's been there. That is crazy. Hey, let me ask you this real quick. If you're you're a fam, or if you're, you know, one of these Nichols, Tulane type, do you even throw your ace in game one? I would. I mean, you have nothing to lose. Like, a good example was – Last year, Oregon State versus New Mexico State, they threw their guy who was hot for New Mexico State. They threw the guy who was hot. He went eight innings, 118 innings, I mean, 118 pitches, and he got a standing ovation from the Oregon State cloud because he shut them down. Did they win? They lost in the 10th inning. So, I I, I mean, I get that, but if he, if they would have thrown him in the second game, the they second game they played saved off elimination. They played Vandy, so they were screwed. Either oh way. yeah, they were screwed. <laughs> <laughs> they were screwed anyway. Well, but but you I, get you get what I'm saying. You get like I, all right. So let's yeah. use let's use FAMU. All right, why well, throw your ace versus Florida? Throw your ace versus UConn in the second, and then maybe you know you can win that second elimination game. Then you win the championship. You know what I mean? Like I think you set yourself up better if you throw your ace in the second game and you kind of prolong it. Especially if you you kind of stack the odds are stacked against you in that first game to win anyway. I don't know I, the words of Juwan Howard. We're gonna shock the world. Hey, I, I, I like the mindset. I like the mindset. That winning mindset. Yeah. All right. Let's look at Tuscaloosa region. I just want to say Alabama will have to play an in-state school. They will. I think Alabama. I think they're too high right now. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, uh, Columbia, with, Campbell. Uh, mm. I, I'm gonna go with Campbell too. Okay, I, I think you know what? I rock with Campbell. I rock Damn. with Campbell. Who, Campbell ain't gonna win. I rock with Campbell. Uh, all right, the uh, ooh, Miami, Core Gables. Obviously, I'm gonna go with Miami. I think it's the year of South Florida, like that, it continues. Anybody but ULL, give me Miami. <laughs> I'm gonna say Texas. Contrarian, I like it. I like I'm, it. I'm just say Texas. Yeah. So, uh, Conway Regional, the uh, Coastal Carolina Regional. Coastal. Coastal. Yeah, I'm gonna take Coastal on that one too. Um. Stanford Regional. I'm going to say Texas A&M. Mm, I didn't want to do that. So I, I didn't want to, but I'm doing it too. I'm, I'm going to say Texas A&M. Give me the bellhop. No, I can't do that, bro. Um, give me give me Fullerton in a crazy, crazy ending championship game. Gotcha. All right, Charlottesville. ECU. I'm going to go with ECU, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not going to get an argument out of me. Okay, let's go uh, East Carolina. Uh, Baton Rouge Regional. Now, I did just hear. Roll hear, wave. I just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I, just, I just did just hear uh, a story. Um, okay. Oregon State's ace. 
and mm-hmm. number two pitcher are out for the season. Mm. Oh, that's crazy. Give me Sam Houston. I'm just playing LSU. <laughs> LSU. Yeah, I'm I'm taking I'm taking LSU on that one too. Um Nashville Regional. The Vandy Boys. Vandy, they hot right now. Yeah, Vandy found their mojo. Uh, Lex is hot right now. Lex, West Virginia. I hate to give say me, it. give me the teams that stay in the dorms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. That's all of them, then, Julian. They all staying in the dorms. I'm gonna say West Virginia, <laughs> even though they, even though they laid the egg in uh, the Big Twelve tournament. They did, they did, but I, I think they was trying to just save themselves. Well, I'm gonna hope that that's what was the case. All right, uh, Stillwater. DBU, and I'm not talking LSU, I'm talking Dallas Baptist. Mm. I'm going to Oklahoma State. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going with uh, Dallas Baptist. I'm, I'm, I got to take Dallas Baptist <laughs> in that one. Uh, hold up, somebody just said, Adam said, is this Julian from Twitter Space, the one who roasted old dude about TVD? Yes, that indeed. Would be him. That would that be him. That is indeed the Julian. The baseball dude. The baseball dude. Uh, Arbor Regional. Southern Mississippi. I'm going to go Southern Miss, too. Yeah. I, I It's a good story. I got to go with Southern Miss. Uh, Indiana State in, out of Terre Haute, the Terre Haute Regional. I'm going to go with Petty Pablo, North Carolina. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the the fighting hicks of French Lick, Indiana State. I'm stick with I'm gonna stick with UNC. Yeah, the fighting Larry Birds, uh, yeah, Clemson, Larry Birds, Clemson Regional. Give me the Tony Vitello fighting Tennessee Vols. Yep, I, I want to see Tennessee versus Southern Miss and Southern Miss wax that ass. Give me the fur coats. Fayetteville. Mm. I'll just go to TCU with the run that they have. I I, I talked about bad about them yesterday, so I got to redeem myself. Give me the hogs. Mm. All right. Let's go with – I'm going to go Arizona. I think Arizona. That's what I'm talking about. Make it interesting. Make it interesting. Arizona with the upset. So, so yeah, we're gonna have to see. Uh, let me ask this, Julian, because uh, we we'll, we'll have to bring you back when we get the super regionals and kind of kind of look at this again. But uh, I'm trying to think the best way to answer this. Ask this. Uh, y'all hear that? That's your son. That's 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 my nephew. <laughs> I'm gonna pray for you, bro. Please do. Um what's the um shocker team? Let me ask this. Who who do you got making to shocker team to make it to uh Omaha? To, to Omaha? To Omaha. I'm gonna say Southern Miss. 
I like it. I like it. That means they would have beaten Auburn and then probably Tennessee. <laughs> that sounds good to me. I'm going to say this. Go ahead. Go ahead, Julie. I was thinking if Tennessee and all and Southern Miss play, who hopes? Because they're both the two seed. That's a very good question. And if you get it to Southern Who's the Miss, two? I think it would be who's the higher like overall Tennessee, seat. Tennessee, Tennessee would host because um, well they have the higher seed options, but they come out the higher bracket too. They come out of that four seed bracket too. And true, Constance is a four seed. So I'm gonna say this: if if what I say comes true, if Arizona does upset and win that bracket. I'm not gonna say the toughest. They'll have to play either Indiana State, Wright State, Iowa, North Carolina. I'm not trying to slight any of those teams, but that's not necessarily a juggernaut that you're looking at. I say that if hold on back to the the Tennessee Southern Miss thing, mm-hmm. doesn't the, doesn't the like the the higher overall seed get the like the lowest like. Like the number one overall seed gets the lowest four seed. That's true. And like the lowest three seed, like the lowest two seed, right? I think so. So wouldn't right. so wouldn't the four seed have the lower ranked two seed? Yeah, but I'm think I'm saying it when it come out of the bracket though, right? When it be, matter who's who's bracket. I don't know. I don't know. I was just thinking like it's talking like I was just speaking in terms of who's the overall seed. Like what um, you know what I mean? Like one through 64 or whatever, what overall seed are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. And you probably are right. I don't, I don't know. know. I, 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 I thought it was always happen like that. I thought it was always based off of who it was. Could the, be. Uh, could be. Well, actually, we do. We have seen this. The year that uh, LSU won, I forget who, who bracket they were playing in. Oh, um, the Oregon, right? When they went to Tennessee. When they end up having to go, no, because Tennessee was a host in the region. The host. Uh, the year that they end up playing Florida State, because Florida State upset someone to win, and LSU upset somebody. In a, uh, yeah, was, that was uh, it was Martin's last year, right? Right, right. Or was LSU a regional team that year? I can't remember, but we'll we'll find out. We'll find out. I don't remember, bro. That's been too long ago. Yeah, we we will. Did, find we, did out. we go to the Austin regional that year? I don't, why are we guessing we got Google? Hold on, let me. Yeah, that's very good. I'm just lazy. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't feel <laughs> like I'm looking it up. What's that? What did I just say? 2018. Um, let me see. AA. I think 2018 was the year that you guys went to Oregon State. Where yeah, you guys barely we went snuck to Oregon State. Okay, so 2017. Let me. Uh, I don't think it was 2017. I think it was 2019. 2019. 2019? Because 2017 is that's when you guys played uh, Florida in the championship. Mm-hmm. Well, 2019 is the year. Uh, we was Maneri last year. It went in. It went in. It was uh. When was Martin last year? Then. Oh, you said Martin. Oh, yeah. Mike Martin. Twenty seventeen is the year we went to the. Is it twenty seventeen? Yeah. He said LSU host. Josh said LSU host that year against Florida State. Okay. 
I'm trying to think. I don't know, bro. We'll just have to wait and see who hosts whenever both of them teams win. How about that? Okay, that was uh it was 2019. So let me see. Uh let me go back to the uh, overall bracket. Let me see. So that was no LSU hosted. They did host, yeah. Play Arizona State, Southern Miss, and Stony Brook. That's the LSU lost to Stony Brook. Nah. No, they beat Stony no, Brook and yeah, lost no, to uh, yeah, Florida State and what's called. Yeah, that's when uh, Spencer Torrington went off against you guys. But they would ASU would always find a way to lose. Yeah, they had leads in both of their games. Yeah. Oh man, Josh said he was there. Mm. Josh don't go to no games this year. <laughs> but uh all right, fellas. Let's let me talk ask, a, let me ask in the, let me ask him a major league baseball question before we switch sports. All right. I know it's still kind of early, but what's your thoughts so far of the uh major league season? What team surprised you? What team disappointed you so far? I think the one who's been surprising is it's either the Rays or the yeah, Diamondbacks, the way how, like, consistently, like, they've been doing. Yeah, the, the start the Rays had, I think, historic, definitely. And I think if you – I ain't going to give the Diamondbacks any kind of credit, so I'm just looking at the Rays. But <laughs> I think if you look at the <laughs> the young talent that they have and the way that they've been able to get – what they've been able to get from their rotation, I think that's been the biggest surprise. And that division – they was probably supposed to be kind of fighting for the bottom of Baltimore, but they look like they're going to be, you know, if not the favorite, right up there with the Yankees this year. I think another one surprising is the Rangers. They have a second. I think they have like 34 wins. They spent a lot of money, though, in the offseason. They did. But... Off season, especially in the middle infield. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it's crazy because, like, DeGrom, like, back-to-back starts, he had to get pulled. I was like – but I mean, they're still finding a way to get get the wins in. So, yeah, and, and then I mean, if you look at it, the the Mets, kind of gave up on the ground, spent all that money on Scherzer. Don't look like they're going to get anything out of him for for a while. And I mean, it just I kind of feel like there's a few teams like them who, who no matter what they do, they kind of just can't get out their own way. And the I'm Padres. starting to wonder. The Padres, yes. They, they, the Padres. Lost the, they lost in a walk-off today against the Marlins right before we went on. And then the Braves. I mean, they lost back-to-back against the Oakland Athletics, who I feel like me, you, and Pooh Bell could go play with Pooh Bell's son's team and, and beat the Oakland Athletics right now. So, I mean, the, the A's, I mean, the Braves, I don't – it seems like they have all the talent, but they can't seem to find a way to put it together. Well, yeah. it's funny you say that because uh, – the. I read a stat. The last team the A's swept was the 2022 Houston Astros. And look what they Ooh. did. Yeah. And then with uh, the Braves. That's a stat right there, Julian. And then with the Braves, too, I mean, you lose Max Reed and you lose Kyle Wright. So you're down three pitchers or two pitchers. Bryce Elder is becoming what Spencer Strider was last year. Spencer Strider, still Spencer Strider. And then yesterday, on Monday, you had Mike Sorka's return from his turn to, to Achilles, and he did pretty well. And then they brought up their number four prospect today, too. So, so you if think they it's just, just 
if they could just, just yeah, I think if they it. could just, I think if they could just hold on until Max Reed gets back, then they'll be okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What so far right now? Who do you think is the uh, the leader of like MVP? I would say Acuna, the year that he's having, the steals and then the home runs. I think he's gonna go forty forty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you could definitely get that number now with the steals, with the, with the steals. you know, with yeah, with the yeah. clock and what they've been able to do with the bases and things of that nature. But with the only, with the only two pickoff moves, you can, you can only do two yeah, per. That too, that too. But at the same, you know, they made the bases a, bit, a little bit bigger, little bigger. And, and things of that nature. So, I think they've they've kind of changed the rules to help encourage base stealing, and I think that's in the, in the part that's why you've seen teams like the Diamondbacks and the Rays and some of these younger teams. I think that's why you've kind of seen them be successful because they it's almost like they've kind of reverted back to small ball in some instances because mm-hmm. they using the speed and the and the youth that they have to steal bases and you know what I mean turn singles into doubles you know and things of that nature and you see teams like the Dodgers on the other hand who have old old guys you know and they're kind of just trying to play the same style that they played for the past 5 6 years that's been so successful for them but Whenever they run it up into some of these younger teams, it's not always, you know, successful playing the style of play that the Dodgers do. No, yeah. I think also, too, the shift has been taken away, too. So you're seeing mm-hmm. a lot more those base hits. I know on Sunday night they were saying, I think Albies had a hit up the middle. And they're like, last year, a shortstop was there. That's an easy ground out. There's no one there that scores two runs. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So who you think? Who you think right now? I know it's very early. Right now, who you got in the World Series? In the World Series, I'm gonna be biased. I'm gonna be the Braves, and let's go for the Rays. Let's keep it on the East Coast. Nah. I'm be honest with y'all. I ain't watching MLB this year because my my team stinks. Who they look. The Cardinals have been so up and down. It's just been. Uh, it's been. It's the. It's the new beginning of a new era, man. Y'all trying to find y'all ways. And then they're struggling too with Contreras as catcher. Like, I think I saw in interviews. Like, I want to throw what I want to throw. It's kind yeah, of alarming. A, yeah, I mean that's when you got when you when you lost Molina, who had been there for forever, bro. I, like it, it. And as good as Contreras is, it, it's almost like it don't matter who you bring in after after Molina. It's gonna to be too big of a drop off, though. You know what I mean? It's gonna take time for you to replace that, no matter who you bring in. Yeah, it's been it's been bad, very bad, man. But hey, but I'm still gonna say right now, it's gonna be the Dodgers versus the Rays again. Y'all heard it first. 2020. Yep, rematch of the bubble. Even though it really wasn't a bubble, but yeah. <laughs> But speaking of speaking of South Florida teams, you got the jersey on. I'm gonna go ahead and give you a minute to to rep your boys and talk your noise and, and tell us what y'all gonna do tomorrow night. Tomorrow, I think we're just gonna come in and I think we're gonna shock the world. I mean, we always won Game One in our playoffs, so let's keep the streak going. I think it plays an advantage for us because. Um, Denver had nine days off. And then as much as you want to have the rest, it's good, but how do you replicate game simulation during practice? That's true. 
That's true. It's always, also, that, it's always that Russ versus risk kind of, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, at what point does it hurt you to be resting this long? Then also, too, the Heat have been there in Denver since Tuesday. So they really got used to the altitude already. Mm, good point. Good point. That's true. Let me ask you this. How much do you think that, you know, Jimmy, Bam, Duncan, even Lowry, like those guys have been there. Kevin Love, those guys have been there before. And Denver doesn't have, except for Caldwell Pope, really doesn't have anybody who's been there before. And, and, and uh, Jeff. Uh, Jeff Green. That's right. Green. That's right. Other than them. But, I mean, those are really role players. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't, They don't really have any stars who have been on the finals stage before. How much do you think that's going to, you know, factor in y'all's benefit? I think it's a factor of two, and I think you're also forgetting that Gabe Vincent was also a role player during the during the That's bubble. True. That's so true. he was there. So yeah. I mean, there's just so many things. Like I think right now is the uh, the heel organization of just go in there and do your job. It doesn't matter like if you've been there, if you didn't, because everyone stepped up. Like Gabe Vincent, Max Struess a couple of times, Caleb Martin, like Caleb you know, Martin's J. Been Cole. Salute, so salute to you. I knew you were my favorite rapper for a reason. Thank you for the help. <laughs> But I mean, but, uh, you see everybody. Yeah, and then another player, true. another player we're kind of forgetting because he doesn't play a lot. But Uncle Ud, yeah, he's been like I think I saw a stat. He's been in the finals for like certain decades because he was there in 06, the yep. big three run, and then yep, 2020, and then this one. Seven so, finals I mean, appearances. So he's seen it all. So and he's also another coach for us too. So. That's crazy. Seven final appearances. He's the greatest Heat player ever. Even even better than D Wade. I'm just playing. But uh I think I think Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I think if Jimmy Butler wins, I think he tops tops that. Oh, okay. Okay. Let me ask you this. Oh. Spo Spolster has been the best coach in every series so far in these playoffs. Do you think that that continues? Do you think he outcoaches Malone? I think so because I think he has a good staff, and also too you have the the Godfather behind him too, so he's gonna yeah. see things as well. Like I think I saw another stat too that the Pat Riley he's either played in the finals, coach of the finals, or he was the GM, GM of the finals. For, so for he has that experience. Twenty five percent of all NBA finals or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous, bro. So I think that's what I think that he has that extra help that other organizations doesn't have. Yeah, that's that's a very valid point. I I'm still thinking about your stats you gave last week about Kevin, Kevin Love. Love. My guy Kevin Love made the finals every playoffs. Every year he's made he's the playoffs, playoffs. made the finals. Ridiculous. And I think we saw we saw we saw Caleb Martin take over the starting role because Boston used the high pick and screen against them, and they knew that mm-hmm. Love couldn't move that. T- but I mean, when you're going against the Joker, you need bodies against them just to be physical with them. Yeah. And that's a, that's another thing is, I think y'all have kind of have the size to to match up better than Boston did with mm-hmm. with Denver. You know what I mean? Y'all have obviously Bam, which y'all have Kevin Love. Yeah, I have Struess. You know what I mean? Y'all have some guys who y'all can kind of throw at them. And Boston, I mean, other than Al Horford and Robert Williams, I mean Mike Muscala. I mean he ain't gonna stop nobody. No. I just so what y'all think, y'all, 
Yeah, winning tomorrow. I I think so. I think the confidence in. I think the team rolls as Jimmy rolls. Like if he's on, he's on. If they don't, I mean, you also see when he struggles. Like he has the support. It's just not letting get in the moment get too big for them. Do you think that that Caleb should have gotten the uh, conference MVP or conference finals MVP over Jimmy? I think it's a tale of two series. Like I know we said it's a seven games, but the first three games it was all Jimmy Butler, and then mm-hmm. he kind of went down, and then Caleb Martin took over. Yeah, and in that so, last game it was kind of both. Yeah, but it was both of them. I agree. I think I think what tilted it to Jimmy, in my opinion, was the other end of the court. You know, mm-hmm. averaging two and averaging two and a half steals for the series. I think, and then really the block, it. the block yeah. he had in game was it game three? No, that's the New York series where he had the block on the on the guy who tried to drive. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I mean, just the what what he was able to do to Tatum in this in the series frustrating him. You know, in in a lot of them guys, I think that's what ultimately the reason why everybody's talking about the scoring. And true enough, Caleb Martin did step up and take over that, that scoring load a lot. But Jimmy, even when Jimmy wasn't putting up, you know, thirty a game. He was still giving it all he had on the other end, and so I think that's the difference. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think, think Bam, I think Bam is the most important guy this series. What you think? I think so. I think it's either he comes out like there's a joke on my podcast that I listen to. When he's aggressive, they call him Bam, but like when he's non-aggressive or non-existent, they call him Adris. Because that's his <laughs> that's his name. So it's like it's like which 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 one are you gonna get? You're gonna get Adris or you're gonna get Bam? Yeah, because he has the ability to take over. Sometimes he he shies away, but I think I think the bench players are going to come to Lowry, and I think another one that we don't talk about is Tyler Hero. Game three is they're yep. setting his return, and yes. it's at home too. So yeah, that would be huge if y'all were able to get him back, and if if y'all could steal one in Denver, and then go back to Miami one one and get him back. That that changes the entire landscape of the series. I think I, we don't even have to rush him back to start. Like have him run with the twos. Like I think it would yeah. be, it would be pretty deadly. Yeah, have him run with the twos. That way he can kind of hunt and shot a little bit more and kind of get that scoring, get the scoring rhythm. groove back and everything back. Yeah, that man, that would be deadly. That would be deadly for sure. Um, let me ask this: uh, Does this not kind of this kind of remind you of the uh, another series that uh, Kyle Lowry was in on when uh, the Toronto Rockies and Golden State? I uh, I think a little bit, but it's different because I think Kawhi was the main focus because you know Kawhi was going to be yeah. Kawhi, but you also got to remember too, KD was coming back from injury, and then <laughs> the series kind of shifted when he tore his Achilles again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Clay got hurt. And then yeah. Clay got hurt. Yeah. I, only reason I say that because you got, you know what I'm saying, you had Kawhi and then you've got Jimmy Butler. And then you had um, uh, Pascal. And then you can kind of think of Caleb Martin. Mm-hmm. That that player that you weren't necessarily expecting to come in and take over or, or whatever. And Pascal took over game one. And I think that me personally, I think – them taking game one was like the biggest, biggest thing in that series. So I mean, I so, uh, outside of outside of of course the yeah, the injuries. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I but I also think the the mindset of uh, Jimmy Butler, like I don't know if you see like on social media, they've been saying um, all this and that, and like he doesn't care. 
and then Max Struess, he posted on an Instagram post, and then the last post was because he played for the Celtics, and it's, it had the timestamp when he got released. Mm. So he has that savagery in him. So that mental mindset that Jimmy has is spreading out to the team mm. as well. So that could be dangerous for them. Let me ask this. How many games? I think it's going to go seven. Yeah, I think it goes six or seven. All right. Reason I ask that because I don't. It don't matter how many it go. When it's over with, Shannon Sharp's time at Undisputed is gonna be over too. It's reported today that Shannon Sharp is leaving Undisputed uh, after the NBA Finals. My question: Does he go to ESPN? I'm thinking that sounds about right. Him versus Stephen A. Instead of skip, skip, you hear Steve. Steve. Come on, Steve. Come on, Steve. No, I think so. I just I think if he goes to ESPN, he can't bring out the Hennessy no more. That's true. Oh, that's true. Orders. Club Shay Shay gonna have to close. That's true. Club Shay Shay gonna have to close. It's gonna have to be like, oh, breaking news. Monty Williams and the Detroit Pistons have agreed in principle on a six-year, seventy-two million dollar deal. Hmm. Interesting. That's a good pickup. Good pickup. I got some breaking six news year, too. Six years? That's a long time. I got breaking news too. Out of the college ranks, 2023 Player of the Year center Zach Eady is returning for another season. No. Sir, what are you going to do in the league? Sir, no sir, problem. you are seven foot six and you move like a traffic cone. What are you going to do in the league? According to some people, a seven. Never mind. What are no you going to do in the league, sir? No comment. Um, man, let's talk some WNBA real quick, man. Last night, we saw uh, Brianna Stewart return to Seattle. Uh, her and the New York Liberty took on the Seattle Storm, and Brianna Stewart had a field day. Of course. Um, she, I mean. <laughs> Anything she wanted to do, it seemed like she was doing it. Uh, blocks, shots, post moves, it didn't matter. So. She definitely got to be probably the leading candidate for MVP right now. Mm-hmm. Um, top two player in the league right now, her age, Wilson, in my opinion, are uh, the best players in the league at the moment. But, yeah, man, I think – I think she kind of started kind of nervous in a sense, but then she settled in about midway through that first quarter, and then she became Stewie again, and she went off. But I think the most important thing about the Liberty is it seems like that big four is starting to kind of gel and starting to kind of learn how to play with each other, and that could kind of be scary for just about everybody else in the league. Yeah, I um I I didn't check out the other game, the uh Lynx versus I forget who they were playing. The, uh, the Dallas, Wings. Dallas Wings. Yeah, the Wings. Right. Yeah. Um, I didn't check that game out. I was glued. They lost. To... The the Lynx lost. They zero five. They probably the worst team in the league right now. Yeah. It's it's either them or Seattle. Uh, but Seattle seems to have a little more fight than uh Minnesota does. Both of them are kind of the end of an era. You know, mm-hmm. Seattle lost Sue Bird. Brianna Stewart left. Tina Charles left. 
all they really got left is Joe Lloyd. And then when you look at Minnesota, obviously Sylvia Files retired. Maya Moore stepped away. You know, they they pretty much Simone Augustus retired a few years ago. So that that dynasty kind of came to an end and they're starting to kind of rebuild after that. They got some good young pieces, but they just can't put it together yet. Uh, also yesterday the the Sun beat the Fever. Um Fever finally got a win, but they still kind of struggling out of the gate. Aaliyah Boston has been playing out of register. And I will say, I don't care if you're an LSU fan or not, a lot of y'all out there was clowning Aaliyah Boston last year when she was getting player of the year consideration and stuff because y'all was looking at their box score and y'all wasn't actually watching her play. And y'all was saying she was overrated. She shouldn't deserve to go number one. And a whole bunch of other stuff that I saw from not just LSU fans, but a whole bunch of people in general. And now she in the WNBA, and she's setting records and doing stuff that ain't never been done before, and y'all acting surprised. If y'all would have watched that girl actually watch the woman play in college, y'all would have known what she was capable of doing, and y'all would have known she a dog. So kudos to you, Aaliyah, for doing your thing. And and, and also, if, uh, if they wouldn't have been so worried about talking about Don Staley in South Carolina in a negative light and would have been giving them that due credit, then maybe she would have got the proper recognition she deserved and people wouldn't be so surprised right now. But off my soapbox, uh, soapbox I go. And uh, also yesterday, the uh, Atlanta Dream got their first win of the season. They beat the Chicago Sky. And, well, second win of the season, my bad. They beat the Chicago Sky in kind of a surprising blowout. But, yeah, that's your WNBA recap. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. All right, man. Uh, let's talk a little football before we get ready to get up out of here. Uh, looking here. LSU is hosting a youth camp, um, youth football camp. Uh, let's see here. Go to uh, – you can go register at Next Gen's Camps. That's N-E-X-T-G-E-N camps.com. You got J.K. Johnson, Mason Smith. And Jaden Daniels will be here. This camp is June 4th, so you don't have time uh, to waste. Go ahead and register, get your kids out there, let them, you know, say have a little fun. So that's out now. That's out the way. Jaden Daniels, he's yeah. also gonna, he's going to be headed to the uh, 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 Manning Passing Academy. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good exposure for him. While we while we on the topic of LSU football. What y'all think about them uh, air-conditioned helmets? Oh, that's so dope. It's going to pay off in Orlando. Honestly, honestly, I don't know. Like, Pooh, you kind of mentioned it. I don't know who who all is uh, going to be able to get access to these. You know what I mean? And if it's just a strictly LSU thing or if it's something that could be distributed to all colleges. But the first thing that came to my mind was – how many lives is this going to save, bro, from players oh, overheating true. and things of that nature during spring, not just during games, but in spring workouts and summer workouts and things of that nature. So that's the first thing that came to my mind was, bro, you're going to probably save somebody's life with this. But the next thing that came to my mind was, well, you can, you're going to need that in, you know, September 2nd at 12 o'clock in, in Baton Rouge or in Gainesville or, you know what I'm saying, somewhere like that. On them, I'm, I'm, on them 11 o'clock games. I'm glad you said that because the SEC just announced uh, 
LSU versus Grambling is going to kick off at 6 30 on September 9th. Uh, it's going to be on SEC Network Plus. Uh, and then I think they also they announced the game against Mississippi State is going to be on at 11 o'clock. <sighs> I know, I know. But we got air conditioner helmets, though. The fans ain't got air conditioners. <laughs> it's a, that's in a, uh, a Starkville, this year, anyway. Oh, cool. I, I watched from the Caribbean. Yeah, it's gonna be in Starkville. Um, I'm trying to think if there's a, a other LSU football news. I thought that was something else. That might be it. Uh, but we still got some more NFL news. What we got? Uh, well, it's not really news, but I guess it's a question. Okay. Uh, the Raiders did they make a mistake with Jimmy G signing Jimmy G? Julian, ain't that, that's your squad, I believe. We should have signed Lamar. Give Lamar everything <laughs> that he wants. <laughs> uh, uh, I ain't going to say they made a mistake. I'll say that they shouldn't have got rid of their car until they known what they would really had in Jimmy G. But my, I asked this yesterday on the radio. And I'm going to ask you this, Julian, since this your squad. It was rumored that it was going to happen in Miami. But he became part owner of the Raiders instead. His former offensive coordinator is the head coach there. Tom Brady going to be our quarterback next year? At this point, I'm willing to take it. But I'm just the, saying. I'm just the difference, saying. The difference that I heard is he's going to be the same situation in Tampa where he has all the weapons but no O-line. I think that's where he struggled last year. He didn't have that's O-line. Fair. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. But in Tampa, he didn't have Josh McDaniels. That's all I'm going to say. I think he also didn't have a good running game. I'm not sure his playoff when was good, but he threw yeah. the ball 60 times. He went Josh Jacobs. No, he wasn't. Hey, man, I'm still kind of upset we haven't still paid that man because he deserves it. But Yeah. I don't know. I, just, I, I ain't going to say way they don't pay the running backs. Yeah. He'll pay. He'll pay a receiver who runs a four two though. But uh, if uh, I'm not gonna say that Tom Brady gonna be our quarterback, but I'm that's a Raiders thing though. You know what I mean? Like if it yeah. was gonna happen anywhere where he come out of retirement as a player owner, it would be with the Raiders. We have we're gonna have our first Jackie Moon. <laughs> <laughs> Except I'm, I'm expecting Tom Brady to perform at halftime. Put the bear in the middle. Oh man, that's funny. He's gonna be out there with Sheriff performing at halftime. You know, y'all mm-hmm. in Vegas got Chris Angel with the next week as well. <laughs> Sheriff ain't gonna, never mind. I was gonna say, Sheriff, never mind. No comment. Uh, man, sis, we talked about this a little bit on Sunday. Uh, D Hop, man, yeah, I want to know what Julian thinks he's gonna go because I heard some uh, some talk about potentially him and uh, Devontae Adams teaming up together. So, what you think about that? I mean, I would like it, but at this point, who's going to throw the ball? Josh Jacobs. Jerry Stidham. He's not in the – they released him. Who y'all quarterback then? Brian Hoyer and then the dude from uh, Purdue, O'Connell. Oh, Aiden O'Connell. That's right. That's, man, I seen the meme today that said Aiden O'Connell looked like the quarterback playing Derek Carr in a movie about Devontae Adams. <laughs> I mean, at this point, that's just that uh, let the punter be the quarterback. 
Man. Hey, I don't want to hear nothing about the Raiders punters. Y'all cut my boy Marquette King, and I ain't cared about yeah. the Raiders ever since. So I'm just playing my boy Justin my boy Justin my boy Justin Ellis used to play for the Raiders. I was I was supporting y'all when y'all had him, then y'all let him walk. So F y'all. I'm just playing. No, we let a lot of people walk. So at the end I, of the day, they, they start well. What you think about they, John Gruden coming to help the Saints with Derek Carr? I mean he was his favorite Gruden or Carr was his favorite coach, so I mean it's not no surprise. But I think it shows like they're desperate. They're desperate in New Orleans because they know the division. The division's not that good to win. Now you're talking facts, and and not just that. Dennis, I don't know if he don't win right this year. He ain't getting another coaching chance ever. Yeah, Chance Babin chimes in and said Florida won the men's golf natty. Yeah, I could have lived my life just fine without knowing that. I can't stand Florida, bro. I don't want to give them no kind of recognition, bro. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know the the, the what's called was going on right now. The golf national championship. I I didn't realize. I can't stand Florida, bro. I can't. Either. I, I think I just like Florida more than any school. Julian, as a as a Miami fan, who's a bigger rival, Florida State or my uh, or Florida? Florida State, because we well we have respect for Florida State because they actually want to play us every year. Whereas in Florida, they duck us every other year. That sounds that sounds familiar. Florida tried to duck LSU. Uh, no mind. Hurricane, yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. don't get me don't get me started on that. But man, Julian, man, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter as Max Julian. Too, if you want some good music, I retweet some good music and stuff. If you want to learn about the heat, just check my stuff right there. There you go. Uh, uh guy, Julian. As always, we appreciate you. We'll have to uh, come back next week. Talk about super regional. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday. Uh, not gonna be on tomorrow for HBCU. Iowa. Gotta take that one off. First game of the finals. Uh, I'll be doing some traveling. So, yes, sir. We'll see. But uh, anything else before we get up out of here? That's all I got, man. Happy right. birthday, mom. I love you. Happy birthday, uh, Miss Petty, uh, Mama Petty. Happy birthday. So, all right, man, like that, we out. This show was presented by betonline.ag. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe on Twitter at Golden Boot. On Instagram at Golden Boot. On YouTube at The Golden Boot Pod. On Facebook at The Golden Boot Pod. Golden Boot! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.